Hello and welcome to Soul Self, where we talk all things energy, consciousness, trauma healing, mindset manifesting, and more. Prepare to turn your pain into medicine and inspiration so you can be in alignment, living your purpose, having juicy relationships, and lush abundance. To stay up to date, join my newsletter at bloomshakti.com and make sure to browse some of my other offerings. Welcome back to Sex Money Magic, baby. It's the last week. So sad. October's coming to an end, but now we get to dive into the Christmas vibes. I I don't even do Thanksgiving. I just jump straight into Christmas, but we are keeping pumpkin season going too. (laughs) So today's episode I hope it's easy to understand. Actually, I'm going to affirm. Everyone is going to understand exactly what I'm talking about and put it into practice. And so it is. So we are going to get into some juicy practices today to embody all of this incredible information and insights that I've been sharing throughout this entire month. So as I discussed If it's not in your body and you're not feeling it, it's not going to manifest in your life. Now, that being said, I lost my train of thought. Um, So the reason embodiment is important, like the reason that embodiment is actually really important is... When you do practices that are in your body, you drop out of your mind. I've actually had teachers, um, one time after a workshop, my teacher looked at me and asked, how was the workshop for you? And I was like, like, I couldn't actually form a sentence. And my teacher was like, great. That's exactly how it should be. So a lot of times, even in my like sessions with clients, there's so much going on that unless you are me, I don't think I can actually articulate what happens during the session. Now, how much someone feels, that's a whole other conversation. But that's why getting out of our minds is so important. It's so nourishing to drop into your body. And when we are truly embodied, the mind is slow and it doesn't really make sense. And it's really beautiful. Like, have you ever been able to articulate a perfect thought after an orgasm? I could barely speak. (laughs) That is out of the mind. You are totally surrendered to this body, this body that is holding your soul and spirit. Like no other thing on this planet can give you that feeling. And a lot of times people reach for the chocolate or watching a show or whatever it is. 
And the thing is, a lot of people are so disconnected, they don't breathe, stretch, and connect with their sacred power. Sometimes you don't need chocolate, honey. You need an orgasm. That's something I've realized is, you know, I'm just not feeling pleasure. So to me, eating this chocolate is a quick way of getting pleasure, but it's very surface level. And when I go into my practice, it's like, oh, yes, like that's what I was craving. I mean, you can also orgasm with chocolate, but that's a whole other class. (laughs) So I want to talk about what's going on energetically when we are in a state of orgasm. So Tantra, which I've actually done a couple podcasts on, you can go through, um, I think it's like episode 62 or something. But energy is moving. Okay, we're just going to flow with it. So Tantra is a sexual practice, but sex is only a small part of it. Tantra is about total acceptance, accepting dark, accepting light, Shakti and Shiva, all things as sacred and holy. So really, the bread and butter of Tantra is just like Ayurveda, the doshas. So it's Shiva Shakti, masculine, feminine, and balancing the two. So a lot of us have heard of Kundalini. Kundalini yoga, Kundalini rising, Kundalini awakening. The word Kundalini in Sanskrit literally means a pot that has been coiled. Kunda, pot, lini, coiled. So inside of our muladhara, which is the root chakra, we have this coiled pot of energy and life force. And a lot of us think that I have to do something. I have to wake it up. And it's actually not asleep. You feel it every time you have an insight or creativity or like amazing sensation or feeling. That is you actually experiencing the uncoiling of this pot. So they call it the serpent because the coils around When they talk about kundalini rising, what it is is shakti. Shakti is the divine feminine essence, right? And I actually have a bloom goddesshood circle on this too. But shakti feels like, ooh, like it's a juiciness, flow, water, life, imagination, beauty. We have all experienced it. It's like when you're younger and you go to Disneyland and you know, you're just, you know, so in the flow or when you're with your lover. (sighs) I'm so sorry, guys. I'm like, I just finished up a session. So I think there's like a lot of energy moving through me right now. Um, I don't think I know, but it's like when you're with your lover and you're having this heart to heart connection. And these are all experiences of Shakti being in flow in Kriya. So Shiva is stored at the top of our head, the crown chakra, and Shiva is the divine masculine. It's stoic. 
and it observes and it holds the container for Shakti to do her dance and become free. So in ancient Vedic mythology, there was actually a man believed to be named Shiva and one named a woman named Shakti. So Shakti is like the divine mother goddess. And there's a lot of different renditions of all the goddesses and how it evolves. You know, it's like us women. We have, we're multifaceted. We have numerous shades, not just one. So it's believed that when Shiva was meditating on this mountain for many years, he finally found his Shakti when she went into this very divine state of yoga and meditation and their vibrations aligned and they found each other. And when the merging of Shiva and Shakti happened, that's how the universe was created. So if Shakti is at the base of your spine and Shiva is in the crown of your chakra, what's happening when we orgasm is the Kundalini, the Lini is uncoiling to move up the spine and merge with the Shiva. That is the sacred union. And that is why it can feel so cosmic and beautiful and unlike anything you can ever feel. That's what created life. There's no adults or, you know, who haven't had, you know, there's no adults who haven't had sex to create a child. And it's something that we all experience. It's the elemental purpose of us being here. So what I like to do when I orgasm is really pay attention to that Shiva is like bring awareness to that energy as Shakti is rising. Like, how am I feeling in my genitalia, right? Like, how am I using my shoulders and arms? Like, becoming hyper aware of that Shakti rising and envisioning and feeling that sacred union. So, when the orgasm happens, the energy has moved up into the third eye and for me, I see colors, I see insights, I see past lives, I see, I feel it, I see it. So, yeah. And it's really helpful to have a partner who understands this stuff so you can have that divine experience because it takes you so much deeper within yourself. And it's without, you know, you're rewriting the story of your spirituality without the struggle or processing that struggle by letting it just move through you because your Shakti is just waiting to connect with, you know, your Shiva. So it's amazing that even today in India, sexuality is something that in a sacred space is very open like the goddesses expose their breast and in tantra we give our energy out of our breast which goes to the man who takes it into his chest and he gives the energy out of his lingam his penis into the pussy the yoni and it becomes this cosmic dance so it's the circular motion between the male and female. So in classical tantra, it's the pose of the woman sitting in front of the man with her legs wrapped around the man. And this is how the exchange happens. And a huge part of tantra is the awareness. 
going super slow, noticing the breath, noticing the movement. It's not rushing to the orgasm. It's not a quickie. You can still do that. I'm not saying all your sex has to be super spiritual, but allowing that space to breathe, notice, surrender. What do I do when I orgasm? Do I move my jaw like this? Do, you know, just notice without judgment, what is my body doing? And then allowing yourself to surrender to it. And there's a lot of different facets to Tantra, which can be very misunderstood by Westerners, especially since, you know, Gama Sutra is depicted a certain way. But it's really important to understand what the energetics are in the body. We're looking at creating a recircuiting, rewiring, and understanding of the circuitry. So if you want to make magic, you have to know about this stuff. So I recommend you going out and looking into what interests you, what path, what school, what book, what article, knowing that there's no one way to any destination. There's no right or wrong. Only you can tell what feels good to you and if any. You might pick something up and it might be too esoteric or too yogic or too sexual and that's totally fine. And you don't even have to pick up any of them. But what I want you to do is understand a little bit of the basics of what's happening when you're using this energy, when you're opening and you have these two different things interacting within you. And at that moment, that's where there's potential for magic. So like I shared, I see past lives, colors, images, sounds like you might see deep trauma. You might have a business idea come through. You might, who knows? Like, And it's not just this fast, gentle response. That's what I want you to understand. Your subtle bodies are all working during this time. And there are ancient studies, you know, traditions that actually show and tell us that it goes beyond sexuality. Like Tantra goes beyond sexuality. And it's so important to know about this, to know how the energy is flowing, what's happening there, and look into different schools of thought. Be informed and choose what feels best for you. What way do you want to be informed? That's your background so you know what's happening in your energy system and when we play with embodiment money and sex this isn't just happening in the mind we're reprogramming the mind we're taking out new old ideas putting in new ones and essentially it all comes into the body so we want to understand that circuitry what's moving where and when. So we're not just at the behest of whatever body function is going on. It's not just like, oh, I'm having an orgasm. It's like, oh yeah, like I'm not trying to control it. I'm just breathing this open, letting this cosmic, spiritual, psychedelic, expressive, creative experience just flow through me.
the understanding your own energy, understanding how to play with it, frame it, and have a lot of fun with it. And this is no secret. Like if you've read Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, he has an entire chapter where he talks about sexual energy and how you can use it to manifest money. But he, I mean, he does, he talks about it, but he doesn't talk about the how. So what I do in my own practice, when I'm getting to that state of arousal, not when I'm orgasming, but I'm on my path to arousal and all my senses are hyper aware, I push that energy towards my goal, whatever that goal is. So it can be for me to be in the creative flow to just bang out all these creative projects so that when I'm ovulating or on my cycle, I could just relax. And it's about just showing up as your full self, you know, like it could be to have a really great interview or job opportunity to come to you, like push that energy towards making $150,000 this year or whatever it is, because that sexual energy that we have building up is the most powerful energy we have available to us as humans. So if you can push that energy towards that thing, it's amazing what you can create. And also feeling what it's like to have that thing in that moment and breathing and bringing it in to the arousal, feeling what it feels like to make the $150,000 or more a year, what that job feels like, what that man feels like, what whatever it is, having that dream body, bringing in that pride, safety, celebration, like whatever it is for you, bringing it into arousal so that it comes together. It's born. So getting into the body is breath, sound, and movement. You can literally be on your knees, be in cat-cow position, inhale, expand your belly, exhale, release. You can start out by doing this for five minutes a day. Sometimes during my sessions, I will literally sit there and do it with clients for 15, 20 minutes just so they can come into their body. So if you've ever tried breath work, this is an embodied breath work, which invigorates the body instead of instilling stillness. Also, when you're walking about and going about your day, um, don't suck your belly in because when you're sucking your belly in, you're holding on to all that serotonin in your gut, right? So all those feel good, happy hormones and it's the energy stuck. What's the point of it? So you want to exhale, release, let everything flow. And when you're doing your breath, you're inhaling, you can add a little bit of movement into your hips, your spine, and add some sound. So unfortunately, you can't see me. But if you're a client, then we can definitely work on this. And you can even see some of this stuff on my telegram because I do post when I do it and yeah that's pretty much it so get into your body do the embodiment practices and you know these practices need to show up in 
how you show up in your day-to-day life, how you cook, how you're sitting in traffic, you know, take the chance to deeply breathe and come back into your body, your vessel, your temple in this lifetime. The point is not to be the tantric Taoist, every sexual practice expert, but it helps to just know about it and give you a framework to go off of, to try, explore, and it's a buffet. Take what you want and leave the rest. So I hope this was helpful and you had aha moments, you laughed, you had some epiphanies, learned something about your history or lineage. I hope you've surprised yourself and that you feel totally fucking ready and empowered and strong. And I hope you feel clear so that you can set out to start creating your own magic now. Just know that pleasure is your birthright. Pleasure is your birthright. And having beautiful, open-minded, open-hearted sex is your birthright. Abundance and prosperity are a part of nature and it is also part of you. I'm very honored and excited if you have followed through and been with me on this podcast masterclass journey this entire month. I'm really excited for your journey to reclaim the darker parts of society and see that it's not so dark after all. That's where beauty really comes from. And just know it's a journey. It's not an overnight thing. It's not an overnight thing. It's a journey that requires patience, tenacity, and returning again and again to yourself. And if you get stuck, it's okay. If there's some resistance, it's okay. If you hit a wall, it's okay. But if you keep showing up, returning to yourself, doing the work, baby, I guarantee you, You will rewrite your story around sex and money and learn to create magic around these areas. So be gentle with yourself. It's not a race. I'm here for you. I'd love to know how this has all worked out for you. Feel free to contact me and let me know. And next week, I will be diving more into energetics. So stay tuned for that. Until then, I love you. Rewrite your story for the kids to come and they could feel alive and shame free around sex and money and just be empowered to have a great fucking life, great sex, great amounts of money and freedom. (sighs) Thank you. Thank you for being part of this. Thank you for being a change in the world. Hope this was insightful and you're feeling empowered. I would appreciate if you could do an Apple podcast review. Takes less than 15 seconds. Forward and share this with anyone you feel would benefit. Tag me on Instagram and I will talk to you soon.